Hey friends and foes, welcome to Brushwork Podcast. My name is Stephanie Scott, and today we're talking about my 2022 gift guide. Gift guide for artists, that is. I thought I would make a gift guide this year for people who are like, mm, I've got an artist in my life and I really like them, but sometimes I have no idea what to get them in in the realm of their specific art trade. So I have done a fun thing where I have asked the people of the internet, mainly my friends on Instagram and Twitch, and been like, are you a creative type? What would be the coolest thing that someone could get you in your current stage of your professional career for your very niche field of working? So like, say they were a sculptor, and I would be like, okay, if you're a sculptor, tell me what kind of sculptor are you? Do you make like clay cups? Do you make like bronze busts of like more in a classical style? Do you make, um, I, I don't know what other sculptor things are there. Do you work with clay? Do you work with um, like iron? Do you work with whatever? I I was like, get specific, get granular. So this gift guide is for people who are, you know, maybe well into their career as an artist, but also I asked them, what would be super cool to have if you were a beginner again for your specific trade? So I have a cool list for you. It's very fun. There's a huge range of items. Some are in the $20 range. Some are in the $100 range. Very wide. I have multiple examples for each item and some of the items have crossover. All of the items that I'm describing today will be linked in the show notes and on my website if you're listening to this there. Some of the links will be affiliate links, but mostly they're just so it's easy for you to find at least an example of. So no pressure on buying them. (laughs) I know that Black Friday is literally around the corner. It's like four days away. So some of these things might be more on sale than what my notes say. Um, I know sometimes paintbrushes go on sale. I know easels go on sale. I know paper goes on sale. You got to be savvy is what I'm saying. So take advantage of sales or wait for the next one if you're hearing this later in the year. And uh, here we go. What says I'm rooting for your art career the most? Like what kind of thoughtful gift says I want your art career to succeed? These items. Before we even get to the items on my list, I have a series of questions I want you to ask yourself about your friend who is an artist. These are gonna help you narrow down what sort of categories of things they make and to like find where I'm gonna talk about them in this podcast. Okay, so the first question to ask is, are they a hobbyist or are they a professional? Write this down or like take a mental note. Uh, The second question is, do they have their own studio space Or are they renting one? Or do they have just like a desk in their house? Like what kind of space do they have? What kind of art do they primarily make? Do they make paintings? Do they make drawings? Do they make sculptures? Do they make photos? Are they a costumer? Do they make music? What, like textiles, what what do they make? Um, And get as granular and as specific about this as possible. It's gonna help you get them a better gift. Do they sell their work? That's a great question to know. Because if they do, that's gonna change what you buy for them? Do they have art shows or do they keep all their artwork towards themselves? Do they have any like studio partners? Like is there other people in their space maybe using their items? Finally, the last two question is, do you know one, their favorite art supply store? And do you know two, their favorite artist? Like do you, do they have artists that they talk about all the time or share on social media? Answer all these questions, write, write them out, and then carry on listening. Let's say your friend is a painter. But not only are they a painter, they are a watercolorist. If your friend is a watercolorist, I would recommend this gift. There are these magical travel brushes 
that come in these almost bullet-like sets. They're, they're very interesting. They're about the length of a hand, and they have these hard metal cases that prevent any sort of, like, <laughs> motion or squishing from ruining the, the paintbrush. Usually they come in synthetic or squirrel hairs, and they're so cool. They're great for taking on the go. These are like a luxury product. I say luxury, you can usually buy one brush for about $20. They are the coolest. I got to use them once when I was traveling in Italy. One of my friends had them and I was like, this is amazing. I need 300 of them. Honestly, I would get like three different sizes, maybe a size two, a four, and a six or beyond. They come in different shapes. Usually they're in like a nice uh, classic pointed one. Just this would be a delightful gift. It's hard to go wrong. And I've linked a couple of my favorites in the show notes. If your friend is an oil painter like myself, I would also recommend a, a paintbrush, but this would be a different kind. Oil painters can travel with them, but they're less handy as, than for like watercolors. My favorite brush company is called Rosemary & Co. They make really beautiful paintbrushes. They last a long time. They're extraordinarily well-crafted and they're actually comparable in price from other brush companies out there in the world. But the thing is, it's hard to find them. Usually you can buy them online from Rosemary Co.'s website, but I've never seen them in one of my favorite art supply stores. It's a small company. This is not a big brand like Blick. It's amazing quality. And if you were to get a series of, I don't know, five or six brushes from them, from this store in different sizes, like this would be such a thoughtful gift. It would be top tier. They would love it. Now, if you're thinking, okay, Stephanie, I don't want to like order specialty brushes from the internet and I'd rather just go to the art store and buy some, I would actually say don't. Don't do that. <laughs> Instead, if that's your option and you're like, I really want to just buy brushes and not have them shipped to me, I would instead uh, like maybe take your friend on an art trip to the art store <laughs> and be like, hello, here's your budget. Go buy yourself some paintbrushes that you want. Buying paintbrushes for other people is pretty tricky. The two like kinds that I recommended just now, the, the bullet watercolor ones that are really cool, those have such limited size ranges that it's hard to mess up on. But if you just let yourself loose on an art store and you're like, hmm, this giant paintbrush looks cool, the chances are of your friend using them are actually pretty slim, even though the thought, the thought is like, the thought is there, but we're going for usefulness. I know it can be overwhelming to pick up paintbrushes when you're not an artist. For a gift like these, I would say a variety pack is usually best. Um, but in case you're like, I don't see a variety pack that's easy to grab, look for a flat, a filbert, um, like a big, big bushy brush, and maybe something that's like an angle brush. Getting one of each kind is cool. Getting one of different sizes is fun. And you can always ask an art store employee to help you because they are all art nerds. Every single one of them is an art nerd. <laughs> Don't even lie to yourself. You know it. <laughs> I have a second recommendation if your friend is a watercolor painter. There's a store in San Francisco called Case for Making. They make their own watercolors and really, really beautiful mixing pans and travel cases and just really incredible colors. It's top tier quality. You might be shocked that one color is like $25 to $40 and it's like the size of a makeup eyeshadow pan, <laughs> but it's... They're so good. They're so great. So basically, if you got your watercolor friend literally anything from that store, uh, they would they would be delighted. It's very cool. And like, get them some weird colors. Get them colors that would be like, oh, this one's a tie-dye color. 
What does that even mean? I don't know. You don't know, but your artist friend is going to know. <laughs> Maybe metallics or something. I, there are many options out there. Okay. Now, if your friend is a acrylic painter, a really cool gift for them would be a set of palette knives. Now, a palette knife is not an actual sharp device. You can't really injure anyone with it on purpose. Um, it's not for cutting anything except for piles of color. It's they're, they're made for mixing, and usually they have a really stiff metal part and a wooden handle. And I feel like acrylic painters, they mix paint a lot, they mix it quickly because the paint dries quickly, and they don't replace their palette knives quickly. Because of acrylic paint's nature, it dries fast, which means it gets stuck on your palette knife faster, and then it eventually builds up more and more and just becomes kind of unruly to, to handle. Getting them a set of like maybe two palette knives would be an amazing gift. If you're like, Stephanie, what sizes? Because there's so many sizes and kinds. I love the dowel shapes. That means they have like a rounded end and a pointed tip. Getting a medium size one or a large size one and having two slightly different sizes and shapes as a set would be great. Again, ask your local art store employee to help you because <laughs> they'll, know, they'll know what to do. If you're like, Stephanie, I know my friend's a painter, but I don't know what kind of material they use. I've got you. <laughs> and this is a gift that would work for any kind of painter, but I love a brush restorer. Now, this would be a kind of soap. It's called Master's Brush Restorer and Cleaner. It's a wonderful soap that's designed for artist brushes. You can use it with any medium, with any brush, and it will restore the shape of the brush, plus get rid of all the pigments that might be hidden away in the furrow of the brush. That's the end where the where the bristles kind of connect. And it's it's just a wonderful gift. Getting a four ounce tin of this will last them a half a year's worth of work. It's it's a great tool. It's good for carrying around. It's the best. I have like a giant tub under my sink right now, and I buy one of these giant tubs like every two years. <laughs> They're it's my favorite soap can't go wrong. It's great. Do that. Okay. Next on my list of list of things to get is if your friend is an illustrator. Now, now an illustrator is an interesting mix of artists. They are someone who makes paintings, but they also draw. They have illustrative and narrative work. There's, there's a wide variety of tools that might use, but I feel like the most common item they use is ink. I would get them anything from the watercolor section. Plus, Sumi ink. Sumi ink is this brilliant dark, dark black ink. It lasts for a long time. I have a bottle I bought in art school a dozen years ago and I still have half a bottle left. It's great. It's Japanese. It has um, some water resistance to it so you can wash it off, which is really nice. Um, but the color stays dark for a long, long, long time. And if your friend works with nib pens, if they work with brushes, if they work with anything that has, you know, a point to it, this ink is going to be amazing. Now keep in mind, if you're like curious and you're like, I'm going to open this and see what it's like, it does have a tendency just to get everywhere. So uh, be careful. <laughs> um, I would get your friend the big container of it. They're, the price difference isn't that much for a small one compared to a big one. And um, they're this like beautiful green color. It's great. Get them some Sumi ink. For your illustrator friend, um, Sometimes a calligraphy pen could be good. Either a dip pen that is usually made of glass or wood where they can dip it in their new fancy Sumi ink that you're gonna get them or something with a, a nib that has an ink cartridge. Those are very fun. There's a bunch of different brands. I'm gonna link some below, but um, 
these are some of my favorites. There are two brands of calligraphy pens that my friends have recommended over and over again. I personally haven't tried these myself, but they look great and I'm just gonna rec them to recommend them to you. Uh, the first is, uh, it's an abbreviation, it's T-W-S-B-I, I will have that linked. And then the second one is Lamy, L-A-M-Y. And they have really beautiful, brilliant, interesting calligraphy pens and inks for you to choose from. Magic. Okay, next. The last item I would get for an illustrator friend would to get them a heavy paperweight sketchbook. Something with artist quality drawing paper. Maybe it has a beautiful cover or it's, you know, small enough to carry like in, in a backpack or on the airplane or something like that. Get, get something with heavy paper. That means really thick paper. Something where if they were to write with a pen, it wouldn't bleed through the paper and move on to the next pages like a moleskin notebook would do. We don't like that. That's a no-no. <laughs> Having something really nice to draw on and to bring around with you is kind of a joy. Now, honestly, most artist friends I know prefer to buy their own sketchbooks, but this is the thought that counts. And like, I, I have a stack of sketchbooks in my studio that I have not used, but you know, they're ready for me anytime I need it. And I love that. <laughs> My next category is if your artist friend likes to draw. I have a couple ideas for this. The first being, and this is kind of funny, get, get them a knife. <laughs> and you're like, Stephanie, why does my artist friend need a knife? And it's not to, you know, do art crimes, but it's to sharpen their pencils. And I don't know if you've ever seen this, but my favorite way to draw, especially when I'm like sketching out something with a tonal drawing, which means like a black and white gradient, is to take my pencil, my fancy artist pencil, and I sharpen my own points. I don't use a pencil sharpener. I don't use an electric sharpener. I will scrape away the wood on the outside and give myself a very long drawing piece of graphite at the end of my pencil. Having a good knife, even an exacto knife will do it, but having a nice sharp knife that's small enough to keep with my art tools is like a really nice, really nice handy tool. Um, I get it sharpened once every, I don't know, two years, so not very often, but I dedicate it just for my pencil sharpening. It's super handy. I really love it. Um, just like a little two to three inch knife is a cool gift. I know there might be some like superstition about giving knives, but honestly, it's cool. It's a cool gift. It's a cool gift. So consider it. Uh, the second thing would be is a set of artist pencils. There are some really great color pencil companies out there. Prismacolor is one of them. They have more of a student grade, but still artist grade color pencil that I would recommend. Um, you can find this at most craft stores. Uh, Faber-Castell makes some beautiful color pencils. They're my personal favorites and you can get them in sets of a dozen. You can get them in sets of like 200. There's so many kinds. Uh, color pencils that are water, they're like watercolor pencils. They're, they're, they activate when you get them wet, which is very cool. Um, there are so many great ones that you could choose from. Plus they, they make for really beautiful gifts. You can wrap them up easily. They make for cool stocking stuffers and they have a huge range of prices. I think a decent set of color pencils, like say from Faber-Castell, like say if you want to get a gift set of 24, it would cost you about $45. Um, plus tax and shipping and whatever, of course. But that's that's a cool gift. And for a person who draws a lot or is like in their sketchbooks all the time, 
this is a great gift. They can keep them around forever. They can use them up. They could give them to another artist friend of theirs. You know, the, the possibilities are endless. Once again, if you have a friend who draws, a sketchbook is always a great option. As a rule, if the sketchbook I'm buying is under $10, it's probably not good enough quality of paper. Um, just just keep that in mind. Sometimes the covers are really ornate and interesting, but you're, you're looking for the interior drawing paper to be thick. Maybe not as thick as watercolor paper, but also that's also an option. <laughs> I would say if you don't know what kind to get, go for something that has a really smooth texture, not a lot of bumps in the ridges. And, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe they'll draw you something as a, as a thank you. <laughs> it's always fun. All right, the next category. Your artist friend sculpts. If your artist friend is a sculptor, boy oh boy is this an expensive industry to get into. <laughs> Honestly, I don't have specific things for you to give them other than something cheeky. <laughs> so for sculptors, this is an expensive industry to get into. There aren't really a whole lot of things that you could buy a sculptor that would help them that they probably don't already have. Uh, a throwing wheel is expensive. Don't get that for an artist. Let let them get that themselves. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you two options here. The first is a gift card to an art supply store of their choice. Sculptures are hard to buy for. Their tools are specific. They change a lot based on what kind of clay or material they have, and it's it's complicated. Give them a gift card. Like I know you're like gift cards are boring, but honestly, just give them a gift card to their store, their favorite art store, and let them get what they need. Uh, my second idea is to get them something really cheeky. I don't know if you've ever seen a clay sculptor before, but if your friend is one, their clothes get really dirty. Just like, you ever like watch a TikTok video of someone throwing a pot and it's just like, there's there's clay everywhere. It's everywhere. It's, it's, it's amazing. So I think you should get them a cheeky t-shirt that says, this is my sculpting shirt <laughs> or something like that. That way they can save their good clothes for being good clothes. And you know, it's just a, it's a 10 out of 10 idea. <laughs> it, honestly, if you get someone a cheeky shirt that says, this is my sculpting shirt, um, will you please, please send me a picture because I, I, I desperately want to see this. <laughs> all right, all right. The next idea. If your friend is a photographer, I have some good, some good recommendations. All right, number one, you're going to get them a sexy coffee table book. Something stunning, something with visuals that you were just like, oh my gosh, this is such cool photos. And uh, keep it semi-relevant to their interests of what they photograph. Do they photograph fashion? get them an art book that has fashion photography. Do they photograph uh, puppies? Maybe get them really fun puppy books. M maybe not that, but <laughs> get, get them something that's artistic, that the photos seem just really unusual and cool and interesting. Get yourself on over to your local indie bookstore and just see what the art books are like. Again, art book people are the best. If if you're like, I don't know what kind of art book to get my photographer friend, just go up to the register and be like, hey, can you help me find an art book for my friend? But they will always say yes and be able to find you something in like half a second. It's a great idea. Go do that. If you're like, I don't want to talk to people in real life and I just want to order things off of the internet, I have a couple of books that I'm going to link below that I think are particularly interesting. One, I have a copy of myself and they're just, they're great art books to have. And uh, they're not just of like Van Gogh, you know, they're like niche. <laughs> okay, my second recommendation is uh, more, more tactile and much more useful. Your photographer friend probably spends a lot of time editing photos and having an external USB memory drive is just 
like it, you need like thousands of them, maybe not thousands of them, but definitely hundreds of them. And you need them all the time. And they're always filling up and you give them to clients and things like that, because, you know, you're like, oh, I shot your wedding. So I guess I'm going to give you, you know, your, all your things. Maybe it's on the internet, but maybe here's a hard copy. Also, it's nice to have extras of these and they can add up. So my favorite is Samsung. They make some really sleek and beautiful ones. You can get them for about $50. They are slim and just get these for your photographer friend. I would also second getting these for your digital artist friend, but we can get to that in a sec. My third recommendation is the best kind of gift card to B&H Photo. B&H Photo is a New York based photography and also video and just electronic store. They're, they're great customer service. They have anything a photographer might need and getting them a gift card to their website or their store is just the best idea. I I shop there a lot and I don't do photography. I do, you know, streaming and things like that, but it's extremely useful. They're going to be delighted. They'll be like, oh, you knew about this super cool photo store? And you'll be like, yeah, Stephanie told me about it. <laughs> All right. The next thing is if your artist friend is a textile worker. I say worker. I mean crafter. A textile artist, you know, an artisan. What you're going to need to do first is to kind of like sneak into their sewing room or like whatever space they have for creating, find out what brand of sewing machine they got, if they have a sewing machine, or find out what kind of needles they crochet with, or like, go go look around, look for brands. And then maybe, you know, if your friend has a sewing machine, and they use a specific kind of needle, and they're always breaking said needle, getting them like 10 new sets of needles would be like really nice. <laughs> If you're like, Stephanie, I have no idea what they craft, but I know it's something with string and it's beautiful, take pictures of what they're making and then get yourself on over to a Joann's Fabric or like a Michael's or like whatever craft store you can find and be like, my friend makes this. Can you help me figure out what this is? And then they'll be like, oh yeah, that's X, Y, and Z. And you're like, great. And then you're going to go and buy them pretty fabric or maybe pretty yarn or pretty, you know, fun strings, <laughs> beautiful beads. I feel like if you got them things to make other things, they would be delighted. My friend Natasha loves silk and will often buy many, many yards of silk in various colors all at once. If you made your friend a like bouquet of pretty fabrics, they would lose their mind. They'd be like, this is the coolest gift I've ever seen. Like get yourselves like four or five colors of colors that you think are cool and then like wrap them up so they look like flowers. Come on, come on, this would be the coolest gift. I'm sorry, Natasha, I'm not getting this for you this year, but I'm th thinking about it. <laughs> um, as a rule, if you're getting fabric for someone, make sure you get more than two yards because just having one yard is usually not quite enough to do a whole lot of project with. So more than two yards, at least, and then, and then from there, go with your budget. If your friend knits or does quilting, do the same thing, but with like items of their craft. So like fabric that is more for quilting or, you know, knitting or crocheting materials and like different wools and stuff like that. Just get something interesting. They're gonna like it. They're called skins, by the way. If it's like a, uh, I can't see what my hands are doing, but I, I'm like holding like a baguette. <laughs> it's like a tiny, it's like a tiny baguette, but a, f a fun string that is actually wool and, and, and it's beautiful and it's spun and it's different colors. It's very cool. The third secret option for a textile lover is to um, start practicing that trade. And, and ask them for lessons. If you get them something that's about their craft and you're like, I want to do this too, they would be delighted. They would be so thrilled. 
do things with your friends, your art friends. They'll be like, I want to learn how to paint. They'll teach you. I want to learn how to draw. You'll learn how. It'll happen so fast. And you get to hang out, so that's a win-win. If your friend considers them to be a hobbyist, I feel like when people are like, this is my hobby, they're either one, not looking to make money off of their, their artwork, or two, feel like they're not good enough to be an artist, or uh, three, they're just like, they're just happy to have it as truly a hobby. It's usually one of those three categories. So if this is your friend and they're like, I'm a hobbyist, I'm an artist, but I'm a hobbyist, there's probably something in their studio that could use an upgrade. Maybe they've been using student grade paints. Get them something that's the next price point up. Um, are they using like packs of canvas when they could be using like one really nice canvas at a time? Like get them giant canvases from the art store. <laughs> if they're like painters, right? Um, if they are illustrators and they're using like Crayola pencils, no shame to that, but like get them a nicer set of colored pencils. Go into their studio space and even like chat with them about what they're making and then see, like take pictures of the brands that they have and the things that they're using and then just go to town because it's great. Alternatively, and I've said this once before, but we're going to go again. A really fun gift is to take your hobby artist friend on a little art store date. Basically say you get to choose a store and pick out a few items as your gift, or you like give them a budget of like, you know, whatever your budget is, like $50 or something. Let's just say it's that. And then go with them and make yourself a little date at the art store. Just be like, you know, here's your budget. Or maybe like go early and get them a gift card and just like pick things out. One, you'll get to learn about the craft. Two, you get to have fun with them, right? And they get to pick out things that they really want to play with. I've done this a couple of times, and half the time people buy things that I think they're going to buy, which is cool. But half the time they're like, oh, I've really wanted to get into sticker making. And you're like, you don't make stickers. And they're like, yeah, but but I want to get into it. <laughs> you never know what people are interested in, it, and it's quite fun. If your friend is a professional at what they do, like they're selling their art and they're like making a living off of their art, They've probably been doing this for a long time. They probably have some staples that they use in their studio, you know, literal staples, but also <laughs> staples as in things they have that works really well for me systematically. You might see a half dozen tubes of warm white paint on their painting table, <clears throat> myself. They might have a million rags lying around. If this is the case, you couldn't get them something that they clearly use all the time and just like replace it. Say like, I use warm white gambling paint all the time. If you got me a tube of warm white warm white gambling paint, I would be uh, thrilled. That'd be great. Or we can do something a little bit more creative. And some of these items work with anyone who is a creative type. So here's my, here's some five options. Number one, a museum year long pass. You could go together. It could be spending time together. You could see art for a whole year. I feel like people go to art museums and they're like, oh, I should come more often. When you have a year pass to an art museum or a gallery or whatever, you go more often. It's it's somehow magical and it's great. Giving that as a gift is like very cool. So art museum pass, love it. Number two, an apron with their brand name on it or their logo or whatever identifiers that they use. I have a work apron that I don't use very often because I've been getting neater in my practice, but I still have one. But if someone gave me an apron that had like Stephanie Scott, on it or like had my little like double diamond logo. That would be so cool. Like <laughs> how cool, especially if it was like leather and like, you know, really worky. Um, and an apron is a very cool option. Number three is a good sound system. 
I remember when I first had my very first studio that was renting out and I, I brought my then boyfriend over and he was like, Stephanie, your sound is bad. It sounds bad in here. It's time to sound better. And I was like, oh, okay. And then he got me a speaker and it sounded great. And I would never have gone out and bought myself that speaker. Like, even though I kind of knew that my sound system was subpar, I was like, oh, this is nice. So see if they need a sound upgrade. Maybe that's headphones if they work with other people in their studio, but maybe it's like a cool Bluetooth speaker. Um, I'm gonna link my favorite. Okay, number four is so extra, but I kind of love the idea of it. What if you got them a neon sign that had their business name on it or their logo or like artist or something? <laughs> if they have a distinct like branding thing and it was a neon sign in their brand colors and they had it hanging up in their studio, how professional would that look? Like that would be so interesting and just very, very cool. So um, if you if you have a little extra dollars to spend, a custom neon sign, even if it's fake neon, would be incredible. Okay. Okay. The fifth one, if you're, if your friend is a professional or I, I feel like this one might go for any sort of artist, but having an hour of like coaching from business expert in general, uh, like my friend, Brittany, who I interviewed earlier in the, in the podcast, that, that kind of like training and coaching and mentorship is very cool. And if someone gave me some coaching like that and was like, Hey, this person would help you. I paid for it. And I think you could learn some things. And if, even if you didn't learn anything that you want to implement into your practice, into your profession, like it, it would still be a fun way to network with somebody. I would be delighted. You're not saying by giving someone coaching that they're bad at it. You're saying, hey, I want to give you the opportunity to get even better at this and make even more money, which is just like, oh, what a sweet gift. <laughs> what a nice, thoughtful thing. I will include Brittany, who is my art business coach, a link from her in, in the description here, but there are many of them out there. She's in Seattle. You might find someone who's closer, you know, either by Zoom or, you know, local to you, but um, that's, that's a fun gift. Okay. All right. I have a couple more categories here. So if your friend is an art teacher, your, your art friend works real hard. <laughs> they work so hard and you know, they could probably just honestly use a, a break. I would give them a gift card to a spa. <laughs> like don't even give them a gift card to something that they might need for their art practice, but give them a gift card of some of like relaxation of like chilling out. Teaching is a hard job. And a lot of times they art teachers pay for all the art materials themselves. And, you know, so either give them a gift card for like a massage or like a little vacation or see if they have like an Amazon wish list for their art class or for their, um, you know, their like teaching or whatever. That's, that's pretty cool. That's a good one. Now, if your artist friend is someone who shows their work, who has gallery shows or coffee shop shows, art walks, that sort of thing, a cool gift to give them that they might not think to give themselves is really beautiful clothing. Something to make them look really professional and put together as an artist that they might not have normally spent money on. Um, if you're like, I don't know what to get them specifically, a gift card to some sort of store that's maybe a little bit more high-end, like a Nordstrom's, um, would be well used. Upgrading your wardrobe is not something most artists think about right away. And looking really professional makes you feel better about your art. And it's it's a win-win. So that's that's a cool thing to do. 
Okay, my next item is if they have a studio space or like a studio desk that has at least one window. <laughs> I would get them a studio plant. I know this is silly, but sometimes I think having something to take care of in your studio that's alive and green makes you feel better about life. When I didn't have studio plants in my studio, I was like working in there, but it felt a little bit, um, well, just dead. <laughs> If you get your friend a, say, a snake plant or like a little cactus, something that's easy to take care of and doesn't need constant attention, that would be a very fun and clever gift. I would also say if you want to give someone something and they have a studio, some cool lighting. I have soft boxes in my studio that are like really great for painting at night that I use. They kind of have a daylight bulb in them. Um, some LED lights is cool. I have some that go underneath my shelves to light up all my materials. Things like that could be interesting. Um, there's this one kind of light that's called a Aurora leaf and they're like little triangles and you can make them do different colors and little like dances. That's very cute. So yeah, consider a plant or light. All right. If your friend is someone who has a really big social media presence and like they record art and like videos of their art and whatever, or if you think that they need to have a bigger social media presence, <laughs> we'd love some subtle messaging. There are these cool cell phone holders that attach to a desk or to a standing, um, like a tripod that will have like a light on them and you put your cell phone on top and they can go at different angles. They're like little arms and they're great for recording video because they can keep things steady. They keep your hands free. They have a, like a overhead sort of recording capability. So they're not in the way of you actually making artwork. Super handy, would recommend. These can be for like under $50 for sure. I will link a few of them that I find uh, in the show notes. Next up, if your friend has kids and they have somewhat of an access to the studio space, you're gonna make them a little sign. A sign that says, do not enter the studio. I am working on my art. <laughs> Having a clear sign that says, hey, I'm not to be interrupted unless someone is literally dying is, is so good. And no, your brother eating your crayons or your raisins <laughs> is not a reason to bother the artist. I, I love having a sign. One of my friends has two kids and they come into the studio space, which is her garage. And she's got a, a little red light and green light sign on the door that says, hey, if it's green, you get to come in. But if it's red, I'm busy and not to bother mom. It's fantastic. I would, I would recommend this. <laughs> if your friend is a digital artist, oh, this is such a good one. Okay. There are so many like little fun knickknacks and things like brushes that you could buy for your digital artist friends, like digital brushes and stuff like that. But, but above all, I think getting your friend a mug warmer is genius. I, whenever I work at the computer, <laughs> I'm always forgetting about my drink. It's always getting cold. And if I had like a little mug warmer, which could double as like a candle warmer or whatever, my my coffee wouldn't get cold in 10 minutes. It would stay warm for like maybe an hour or so because sometimes I go and I work on like, say an email and then half an hour has gone by and I'm like, oh, my tea. <laughs> get your friend a mug warmer. I've listed some cute ones below in the show notes. Oh my gosh. I hope that these tips were helpful. These are just little gift guides, things that I would appreciate if I were any one of these artists, things that other people have recommended to me because they are these kinds of artists. And uh, I, I think they're good ideas. If you are like, I have a different kind of artist in my life and I don't know what to get them, Stephanie, can you help me? Just send me a DM and I will absolutely help you because I love finding gifts for people. It's my love language, it's very fun. 
yeah, that's all I have got for you today. I hope this was helpful, and uh, peace out, Girl Scouts. I'll see you next time. Goodbye.